Hey everyone, I'm Gary Hogan and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. This year, our goal is to release a new video and podcast every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And to begin the new year, we're starting our Friday messages with experiencing the great salvation of God. This series will enlarge your concepts of what God has provided for us and in us through Jesus. You know, he came to do something more than just give us a ticket to heaven. This is week six, and we're going to talk about the scriptures of our salvation. So the text we're reading from is 2 Timothy 3, 14 and 15. And it says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned, and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. And verse 15, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And if you want to read a little bit more, you can have a look at 2 Timothy 3, 14-17. So our text speaks of salvation as comprehensive and exhaustive, rather than being limited to the initial experience that occurs when a person receives Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. Ours is truly a great salvation. It includes salvation from the penalty of sin, which for believers is a past work of God in their lives. It includes the salvation from the presence of sin, which is a future experience for all Christians. Salvation from the presence of sin comes at the consummation of the ages, when Jesus returns to fully redeem believers from their human, sinful state. Read Philippians 3, 19-20 and Hebrews 9, 27-28. That's what it will tell you. And our text speaks of salvation as a present experience and the Bible's role in helping each believer experience this, salvation. We first come to know Jesus through the good news of God's Word. Through this same Word, we learn about our heavenly home beyond this life. But God has given us the Bible so we can experience deliverance from the tyranny and destructiveness of sin in the present. There is absolutely no way by which believers can experience the fullness of God's salvation in the present if they ignore God's word. The writer of Hebrews addressed himself to the believers. He warned them against the peril of ignoring the messages that teach us how to experience redemption in every area of life. Hebrews 2, 1-3 is that warning against neglecting salvation. It says, Therefore we must pay close attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? For it was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. Now Paul was speaking in this direction and with this emphasis when he said to the believers in Rome, in Romans 14, sorry, 15.4, for whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. 
Giving careful attention to the teachings of the Bible makes it possible for us to live a life that will glorify God. Romans 15, 5 and 6 says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. And then verse 6 goes on to say, that together you may be with one voice. Glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I find it both interesting and profitable for Christians to discover how Jesus used the scriptures during the great crises of his life in Matthew 4, 1-11. Now Jesus was guided by the great truths in the Bible and he used them to gain strength when pressure to swerve from God's word. He also used the scriptures when defining his purpose for being in Luke 4, 16-21. Now if our Lord found it necessary to rely on the truths of God's word, we should do the same, right? The rest of this message, I'm going to deal with some practical suggestions regarding the use of the Bible. So we need to have a look at the function of the Bible. The Bible reveals the nature and the way of salvation in 2 Timothy 3, 14-16. The good news about God recorded in the Bible is used by the Holy Spirit to effect the new birth when we receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour. That's in Romans 1.16, James 1.21 and 1 Peter 1.23. The Bible serves as milk that nourishes God's infants following their conversion experience. That's 1 Peter 2.1-3. The Bible provides authoritative guidance for conduct that both pleases God and brings satisfaction to the believer. 2 Timothy 3.16 You know, Scripture is profitable for teaching. It's profitable for reproof. It's profitable for correction. And it's profitable for instruction in righteousness. The Bible is intended to equip receptive and responsive believers for the fruitful service to God. And to others. It says that in 2 Timothy 3.17. So how should we read the Bible? Psalm 1, 1-2 tells us to read the Bible regularly. As we, read, as we feed our body daily, we should also feed our spirit daily. We need to read the Bible personally and subjectively. Put yourself into every situation. Put yourself right in the middle of each verse and let God speak to you. We need to read the Bible intelligently. Try to discover the historical situation behind the passage of Scripture that you're reading. You need to know what the writer meant at the time it was written to fully understand it. Discover the meaning of the words used in the passage. A good Bible dictionary can be really useful to do this. We need to be logical in our study of the Bible. That is to read it according to the correct interpretation of the language and the writer's purpose at the time. And do not treat the Bible in a magical or superstitious way. If the writer is speaking literally or poetically, is he speaking in terms of a legalistic precept or is he dealing with a great principle? You cannot interpret figurative language in a literal way and come to the right conclusion and vice versa. We need to always remember that the Bible is a spiritual book. It is an inspired book produced by the Holy Spirit 
as he worked in and through holy men. Only with the Holy Spirit's help can you fully grasp God's word for your life. We need to read the Bible systematically. Read a book of the Bible straight through. Don't skip around all over the place. Get an understanding for what that book is saying to you. We need to read the Bible prayerfully. Consider Bible study as the listening side of the prayer experience. We need to read the Bible obediently. As God reveals his good and loving will for you, be obedient to him. Now let's look at a few practical suggestions as you decide to study the Bible with more diligence and spiritual hunger. Look for promises to claim. Look for commands to obey. Look for sins to avoid. Look for failures to avoid. Look for examples to follow. And always look to the Saviour for guidance and help. The Bible speaks of the great Saviour who wants to save you from the penalty of sin. He is willing to redeem you today if you will come to him in faith, committing your life to him. By using the scriptures to teach and instruct you, this precious saviour that we have wants to save you from the faults and the flaws to which our human nature is inclined. He will speak to your heart through the scriptures if you let him. Don't neglect the salvation that you're offered by ignoring God's word. Now, if you're liking these videos, hit the, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and same with the podcast. If you're in your car and you're driving, you can't watch the videos, jump onto the podcast and have a listen and share it with your friends. And leave us a comment and let us know how we can walk with you during your walk with Christ. Until next time, Stay in the blessings. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him, and he can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. You're important to God, and you're also important to us at Refinery Life Church. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises to you. So whatever you're concerned about and you need prayer for, we want to be there with you. Or even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us at www.faithministries.com.au. Until tomorrow, stay in the blessings.